When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Hey, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. We missed you last week. This is post go wild spiced chaos right and we're we were talking earlier and life seems to feel like everything prior to go wild so bgw before <laughs> go wild and then everything <laughs> after go wild right we have bgw and agw because it does really feel like we've just had like a reset mm-hmm. yeah but um, we'll be talking about all that in a minute Yes, we have. Yes, we're going to get to go wild. But before we like really get too deep into it, just remember that your co-host over there is Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Hi. And your co-host over there is Leanne from Spice Plans. Hello. Um, Yes, we are still Creating in Chaos and Spice Plans, aren't we? We are. We are those things. are still those things. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, life is so weird. Mm, isn't it though yeah so we thought that before we get into like the nitty-gritty of go wild which we will do we want to talk about like life updates because it's been a long time we had a guest Mm -hmm. prior to go wild and then we missed a week because we had to because we were dead I know our good friends Meg and Myra over at Planners and Wine planned to take a week off they're like nope not doing it and we're like we're gonna have an episode and we were no bothered. we didn't we should have been like them and planned a week off okay but here's what's really funny about it is that we thought okay so we'll take the time we won't have a monday one because we're too tired and we can't do it but we'll be fine by friday and we'll have one by friday no. and then by the time it was time to record for friday we were like no still can't no and the whole like post go wild hangover is so real yeah it really is like it really still when i lay my head down at night i'm like asleep so fast like I just can't and now it's daylight savings time like what the crap (laughs) what is even happening I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna know what time it is for like the next two weeks no I woke up this morning and and my clock said 8 45 and I was like what the heck because it has been a really long time since I have slept till like 9 a.m and I opened my eyes and I was like geez like what happened where am I and uh it was actually only 745 technically. Yes. Well, that's was what was weird. I always look at it. Like I look at the time, like I'm looking at the time right now on my computer and it's wrong, but I have no <laughs> idea if it's wrong forward or backwards. 
<laughs> it's forward, spring forward, fall back. That's it, could how it, be, it could be 9 a.m. It could be 11 a.m., but I don't know. It's actually 2 p.m. Could we also just stop it? Like, <laughs> leave it how it is now. Just don't touch it again. Just sit down, be quiet. Don't touch anything. Daylight savings time, you're done. You're, you have had your time. We're not an agricultural society where we need light in certain times of the year anymore. I mean, there are some people who still live that life, but for the most part, stop yeah. We could you could put like big spotlights on your fields if you needed more light. I'm just saying, like there are there are solutions now. Well, all I know is that Hannah, yeah. Hannah and Daniel were the most perfect children this morning because I woke up, I guess I woke up and according to my body, it was like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. But according to the clock, it was almost seven. Oh, snap. And it was like brighter than the sun. <laughs> I know. It's when it goes to spring forward, it's like so bright outside. <laughs> like, whoa. That's exactly how I felt. I had that one eye open. And then, you know, like you wake up and you're like not really sure where you are. And I, yes. fell, asleep. I was... fell asleep on the couch immediately after editing today's video. And so I had no idea like where I was or what happened. Yeah, I was legitimately confused. I was like, is this a daytime nap? Why is it so dark? Why is it so bright in here? And then when I looked at my phone, I remembered what was going on. And then I went back to sleep for a little while. And when Hannah came in, she was like, mommy, it's like 10 (laughs) o'clock. It's time to get up. They had slept too. So they had slept in some too, and it was good. But I have purchased Hannah some blackout curtains because her room is the brightest in the house and like just, oh, it's terrible. So like living on the surface of the sun. It really is. This is a very bright home. <laughs> There's a lot of windows. <laughs> well lit is what they describe that as in a real estate world. Okay. Well, it is well lit. So, well, that's enough. Um, that is it for daylight savings corner. Um, <laughs> but um, also on top of the go wild hangover, which is so real. And I didn't believe it. I didn't believe in it. I'll be honest. I was not a believer in the go wild hangover until it happened to me. But then we got home and some stuff happened with you that, you know, kind of probably made the hangover a little bit worse. So I'm going to give you a minute to talk about that. My week. (laughs) Um, It's been like, unlike any other week that I think I have ever had before. The worst. Um, Well, first of all, I survived go wild and I didn't get sick. And I even like, this was big for me, took a moment without masks on for a little while because they were sort of lifting the mask mandate in California. And it just felt really good to, you know, see everyone's faces and that kind of thing. So um, I did try that out and I came back with no sickness, nothing, Uh, you know, I hugged people and I didn't catch COVID, none of that. And then I came home. And Harrison was hacking and coughing and I was like, oh, great. Um, And he apparently had hugged one of our neighbors who had already had COVID. And so we all now have a cold. (laughs) So that's first on the list. Gross. And then I know you probably hear, it's so gross. um, No, it just sucks. It sucks uh, for all of you to be sick. It does. Um, And then... So this was kind of hanging over me before I left for go wild. Um, my school has been going through some enrollment struggles, shall we say. And for those of you who are not teachers, the way that teachers get hired in a school district is based on enrollment. So the, the more kids that you have, the more uh, money your district has to pay teachers and to hire staff. 
So that's really how like the distribution of funds shakes out. Um, and so long story short, I was pulled into it or I had a meeting added to my calendar for March 9th. I returned back from my go wild vacation on March 8th. Um, and the meeting, I knew what the meeting was immediately. And so I said, no, I don't want to wait a whole other day. Let's just do this. Um, and I am, I am technically resigning, but I was on the list for reduction in staff, uh, based on seniority, not based on performance. So, I will not be working at my school where I am now next year. So that's my news. Well, and like, oh, go ahead. Of course, you know, like this makes me feel some kind of way because like I went through the same thing kind of, well, okay. I know that it was a different situation when I left my job, but it's been a year that I haven't, you know, it's like, I, it just feels weird to not like be working at your same school, you know? Like regardless of the circumstances, like leaving my school where I had been for so long felt very weird. But the way that they did this was really messed up because obviously they could not have known that Caitlin was about to go on like a life-changing adventure before yeah. they dropped this bomb on them. But like Friday afternoon, was it a Friday or a Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? It was Tuesday. It was the day before we left. Yeah, it was Tuesday. So it was just a random Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And just out of nowhere, they're just like, Hey, um, bad news. We're going to have to lay off 40 people. Well, and it did feel kind of out of nowhere because a lot of us have been kind of like sensing that we didn't, you know, we don't have as many students as we have had in years past. And so we're like, Hey, you know, what's the plan. And they were sharing with us that they had had some other things in the works and kind of felt like they were reassuring us that things were going to be okay. And then this email was scheduled for 4 PM after work hours. And then they hosted an open office session and we're only going to answer questions that came through the form. I wasn't um, able to attend because I was at Go Wild. I, so I don't know if they stuck to that protocol or if they were more responsive, but I will say um, it uh, on a positive note, it does feel good to be leaving my school on, on, a, on a positive, right? So it doesn't have anything to do with my performance as a teacher or me. Um, I couldn't have hustled any harder. I couldn't have worked any harder. It just is. And all of the staff who I work with and, you know, my supervisors and stuff are more than willing to write me letters of recommendation. Um, But I guess back on kind of a negative note, there are teachers who haven't been there as long as I have who are staying. And I don't know if that's based on like what endorsements they have or whatever, but it just seems to me like the best plan could have been like planning for this. So maybe like not permanently hiring so many people, maybe hiring them on contracts. And then I don't know, it just, the, the whole thing just doesn't feel good. Um, and even the way that I was told, like, I can see it from both sides. Like it just felt a lot of the process has felt really cold and kind of detached. And maybe that's how they have to be to protect their own mental health as well. So I'm trying to see it from all of the sides, but it's been something that I've been navigating and talking about and like thinking about with my family and like the hardest part for me is going to be when I have to tell my students that's right. just gonna be the absolute worst. And I know a couple of them follow us here. So if you are a family or a student or anything like that, and you hear this news, I would ask that you don't like share anything with your classmates and I don't know, (laughs) maybe we can put a disclaimer at the beginning where they should skip it. I've been telling them to skip all my posts and stuff right now. 
um, because I did, I did talk about this in more detail over on my YouTube channel as well this morning. Um, and then I guess looking forward to the future, I kind of have three paths that I'm looking at. So number one is I will be applying to more virtual programs. I will not ever set foot back in a brick and mortar school. Um, I just, that's not something I'm ever willing to do if <laughs> they don't pay them enough and they basically get abused every day. Yeah. Uh, that's not something I'm willing to do. And like, for me, I can't be away from my kids that much. Like having had this opportunity to be home with my kids and active in their lives. And I, I can't be out of my house for eight hours a day. That's just not something that's going to work for me. So looking at that, and then I'm looking at potentially going full-time on social media. So we'll see if I can make that work. I've been kind of teetering on the edge of being able to do that, um, for a while. So that's something I'm looking at. And then also looking at other jobs in professional fields that are not teaching. So things like digital marketing or social media marketing for other companies and that kind of thing. So, right. Um, I, I do have, I will be paid through the summer and they are giving a severance package, which because I did choose to take the resignation part, um, I'm, they are giving that I don't qualify for unemployment anyway, because, um, I make too much on my YouTube channel. Um, so there's that. And then I will also have health benefits through the summer. So I have some time to kind of figure out what it is that I want to do and put in some applications and just kind of see how it all shakes out. So that is my little, that's my update. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that this is happening to you right now, because I am also in a place where I have to find a job as well. Yeah. Like this has happened to you. Like literally like the week that we come back from go wild is like, you know, now I have to, okay, go wild is over. I have to get my adult life in gear. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of like watching you like, look at your path. It's just because for me, it hasn't always felt like so immediate. Like you found out this week that you're gonna, you know, not have a job there next school year. So you're Mm -hmm. like immediately like on it to find something else. Well, yeah, I don't have, I mean, you had some money from, I had, yes, yes. So it feels, it does feel like, oh my gosh, like she's just jumping into gear and here I am just like dragging my feet. But now I am at a place where it's going to have to be a little bit more immediate for me too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but like you, I, I will be looking at what I can do that does not require me to be outside of the home for eight hours a day. Yeah. And I think that I think a lot of people are really feeling that, um, there are some people who want to work outside of the home and that's great, but that is just not for me. Um, especially if I'm going to continue to do social media in any capacity, I can't imagine trying to like go to a school building and be, oh my gosh, I don't know how I did this in the past. Like be ready to teach a class at 7am, stay there till four and then come home and like give to my family, make dinner potentially. And then find some ounce of strength to do social media. If you are a teacher out there and you work in a brick and mortar and you do social media and you balance it all, God bless you. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Well, it's definitely not easy because I did try that for a while when I was still working. Yeah. Um, the height of my YouTube channel was back when I was still working every single day at school. Wow. Um, and I don't know how I did it. Right. I I mean, I don't remember, like you just, it's, it's like, now that I have been without a job this long, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, bu- I'm still busy. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm still super, like, I'm not as busy as I was like when I was living at Jamie's, but like, you know, it felt like I was supposed to stop being busy now that I'm not working, right. but it's like, I have no idea how I crammed all of everything into a day. 
now that I look back on it, you know, it's just like, and that is something that I think that has been positive about COVID is that now I feel like a lot of us have been able to step back and say, okay, this is not the only way to live this, like, you know, eight to five grind and then coming home and trying to hustle on the side thing and trying to take care of your family and keep, you know, like, I think that people are realizing that we don't have to be that busy all the time. Right. And I shared, um, you know, my, my salary in a group chat with, with Leanne and some of my friends and, and I'm a master's level professional. Like I hold a master's degree, which is a big deal. And I don't make very much money because, you know, teacher, teacher life. Um, and so when I shared that and like the responses that I got back, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm highly educated and I make pennies. Like I don't make that much money. Um, and that just kind of like, you know, also is making me think that money of course, isn't everything. I didn't go into teaching to, for the money. None of us did. A lot of us went into teaching, you know, to make a difference in kids' lives. But at the same time, I like nice things. I like to be able to feed my family. I like to be able to pay my bills without stress. Um, and I think that I deserve to be able to have options to look at that. So that's, that's another thing that is, has been on my mind. Right. Well, um, it's funny about the master's degree because my state used to pay you more for having a master's degree. Yeah. Ours does. I mean, if you could call it that, it's like a little bit. (laughs) Well, ours, like North Carolina used to pay teachers more if they had a master's degree. And if you were, you know, hired with a bachelor's degree and then got your master's while you were teaching, they -hmm. would bump you up to the master's schedule. Mm -hmm. So when I was getting my teaching certification, because I went into teaching like what they call lateral entry. Right. I didn't have the education degree. Okay. I was just, I had, I was highly skilled as far as literature goes, mm-hmm. meaning I've spent way too much time reading and analyzing things. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like I was highly qualified that way. So they let me start teaching and they gave me three years to get my certification. So the program that I was in left me two credits shy of a master's degree. Uh-huh. Well, those two credits, plus I would have had to write a thesis, uh-huh, right. um, you know, would have cost me maybe $3,500 perhaps. And then I would have had to take the time obviously to take the classes and do the thesis. Um, but my state stopped paying. They stopped giving us raises for having a master's degree while I was in the process of getting my education. Mm. So it was like, do I really take the time to get these last two credits and finish this? I mean, yes, then I would have like a full on master's degree, but like they were not going to give me any more money. Right. You know, it's like, and they still, it's the, the, the teachers that already were on that master's schedule got to stay on it. Mm. But any new teachers that were getting their master's, they didn't, they didn't give them the bump anymore. So like that totally takes away the incentive for the teachers here in North Carolina to better themselves. Right. And takes away highly qualified teachers from students because, you know, like why teach here if you have a master's degree, if they're not going to pay you more for it. Yeah, exactly. So I just feel like that that was a terrible choice and they have never gone back. Like all the years since that happened, people have been asking the state to please go back. Yeah. And they just won't. So it's like, I didn't see the, the need. And now it's like, looking back on it, I think I should have finished it. Cause then I would have a master's degree, mm-hmm. but a master's in the art of teaching an MAT would not have gotten me anywhere in the corporate world. That's what I have. I have an MAT master's in teaching. 
So I just, I mean, I don't know that that's, I don't know that that's going to be, would be helpful for me if I was trying to get a job like at a bank or something. Sure. Exactly. And like, I think the only way that I could not be in the classroom would be to rely on skills that I've taught myself. Exactly. And that's the kind of stuff that you have to be able to put on a resume and you need to like learn how to word it. Right. Exactly. And so thinking about getting letters of recommendation from people who I've done brand, brand collaborations for thinking about um, how to best showcase my social media skills and stats and all of that. Um, that's new for me. So um, I'm looking at that. I am, you know, still hanging out in my comfort zone lane over here and applying to virtual teaching jobs and, you know, thinking about my own social media, but I don't, I don't like this part of it right now. A lot of, you know, that I like to watch spoilers on TV shows. And <laughs> you I, like to know the end. <laughs> I do. I want to know where the freaking end is. Like, I like to flip to the end of the book and I'm like, okay, I know what happens. And now I can take the journey. I need, yeah. I'd love to know what the end is so I can continue to take the journey. Um, but I will say I'm a hustler and if I have to, I will, I'll make money in whatever way I can. Uh, I mean, aside from a few things, <laughs> so <laughs> there will be a few things that are off the list, but, um, I'm a hustler and, and I'm going to be okay. But thinking about thinking about having to leave the relationships that I have with my colleagues and then like my sweet little angel baby students. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest part. I, uh, and a lot of those kids are planning to have me next year. Like, I know graders grow with me to eighth grade. And, and now I'm going to have to be like, well, I'm not going to be here anymore. And, and there's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing I can do that will make that feel better for them. There's not, there's nothing I can do. And that, yeah. that feels real, excuse my language, but it feels real shitty. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's just been like a very heavy, like strange week because mm-hmm. like, even you texted me this morning and you're like, we haven't really chatted much. And mm-hmm. it's like, I just haven't really had the capacity. Yeah. You know, and even even in comp, like, I haven't even like, I called my mom Monday, I think, mm-hmm. um, or maybe Tuesday. I don't know. I just, I haven't been really been talking to anybody and, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much that has to do with just the shock of go wild. Yeah. And you, you have been like that before in conference years past where you're yeah. like, I just need a couple of days to get back together. Right. And I don't know if like, you know, pre COVID a couple of days was enough Mm-hmm. And now post COVID, it's like, no, I must hibernate for eight months now that I've seen people for two days. Like, I know. Isn't you know, that strange? Yeah. Yeah. So, and also for me, it's like I'm staring down like this entire thing, like all of this adult yeah. stuff. Okay. Because right now we are in this Airbnb, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're living like, we're just living, you know, like I'm taking the kids to school. We're having dinner at night. We're doing the things and, you know, we're cleaning up the house and, um, you know, all that, but like, this is not permanent. Like I can't just sit here and coast Mm -hmm. until the lease is up here in June and then be like, okay, well now, you know, like I have to, I, some of this has to overlap. Like I'm going to have to get my forever home established while we're still here. Exactly. And I think part of that is because, you know, you have other people depending on you, just like I do. There are other people who left or are being asked to leave at my work who don't have families and who are like, yeah, I can coast on this, you know, severance package for a while. And that's not not my story. Right. And I mean, like I've been coasting because of the money from selling the house, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't want to just throw all that money away. You know, like I would like to have a nest egg when I actually do get established. Like once I'm established, I don't want to go back to being paycheck to paycheck. I want to have some savings. 
Yes. So it's like, I can't just sit here and just siphon off of that for the next two months and not put any of it towards my forever. So, you know, I've got a lot to think about. And then I've got like my health that I need to think about that I have not been paying attention to for like a year. Uh So I just, I have a lot of plans and, um, it's nice that we had go wild because it really did kind of give me like a, a kick in the pants, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, why have you stopped relying on a planner? Mm-hmm. Like, why have you completely stopped doing this thing that you love that you know that you love, you know, because like when, when Andy left, it was like, I don't know what happened to me. Like, you know, that's the last time that I was like really deep in my planners was before yeah, you put your planner away for a bit. It's like, I couldn't even go in my planner room at that old house. It was like just sadness. It was like this thing that made me so happy. It's like, I don't know why that huge life change. I couldn't, it's like, I didn't find happiness in things that used to make me happy. Yes. And now it's like, I'm figuring out what I need in my life, who needs to be in my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and who I'm going to, you know, spend my time with. And I need to be planning. I need to be, I just need to get it together and go wild was, I guess what I needed to, to see that, okay, you have mourned long enough. Yeah. Um, you know, no, this is not how you thought it was going to look, but it's okay. Yep. And I think that like kind of transitioning into talking about go wild, we both, um, have expressed that, you know, when you think about going to go wild, you're like, yeah, it's a planner conference. I can like have the drinks and like wear the pajamas and take pictures with my friends. But like being at go wild is like a, it's a truly like spiritual experience. And that sounds probably very dumb (laughs) to a lot of people, but a lot of people will say that, you know, you go to go wild and there's just this feeling and it really is there. Um, and go, I feel like go wild gave me exactly what I needed. Like I was in that transition time and like thinking about what is going to be next for me and, and what's happening. And then Stephanie Fleming gets up on the stage and she talks about like, embrace the changes and go on the journey. And I'm like, are you talking to me right now, Stephanie Fleming? Like, (laughs) did you write this just for me? That's exactly how I felt. And then also followed up by that was Cindy from Llama Letters talk. And she was talking about the same things. Like you can't control your life path and, you know, just the gratitude element of her talk. And just, oh, it just was like one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um, and I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. And, you know, we'll get to obviously like the speakers and how we felt about all the different things that we saw. Um, but like, I think that when you say like a spiritual experience, okay. So like, this is a very weird like, <laughs> analogy, but see if you yeah. can follow me. So like my friend Karina is married to, she is from Mexico. Like she was born in Mexico. Um, and she's married to, um, my friend, Chris, who is, who was from North Carolina mm-hmm. and now she lives here and everyone around her speaks English. Oh, okay. And she speaks English too, oh. but Spanish is her first language. Right. So when she gets around people who also speak Spanish, it's like, she can relax mm-hmm. because even though she, you know, speaks great English, it's still like that not being your first language is like, you can relax when you're finally with people that speak that language. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Like the brain, like the, like the, the, the exhaustion in the brain can shut off. 
<laughs> right. And there's some things that don't translate perfectly. And there's yes, like, cultural it's like elements too. And you can be yeah. yourself. Like you could mm-hmm. fully be yourself. And for me, like when she's explained to me what that feels like, cause she's like, I love hanging out with you guys. And I love speaking English. It's great. You know, she's, she works at a job where she speaks English all day, uh-huh. but then when she's with her friends and they can just speak Spanish, she can like breathe out. So right. for me, that's what go wild felt like is that you spend yeah. all of your time not speaking the same language as the people around you. Right. Even like trying to describe what we're about to go do. I felt like I had to say, oh, it's just a girl's weekend because nobody understood. Right. And it's like you tell your family and like even the family that's close to you that, you know, kind of speaks your language. They've tried to learn it. You know, yeah. they've tried to learn some of it. Yeah. Um, you know, they know the brands. They know, you know, a little bit. But mostly it's like, once you are in that space with all of those people that are into the exact same thing that you are, who are fighting elbows and (laughs) things when they're trying to get to their preferred planner brand people. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It was just once that's what was spiritual about it for me was that we were all in this place where we all were like-minded. Yeah. And I feel like generally, uh, everybody was so nice. There was one really crappy experience that I had, which I won't talk about, but I, I will hold that. <laughs> I'll hold that for myself, but mostly everyone was incredibly kind and everyone was exactly how they are on camera. Even the negative experience, like everybody's exactly who they are. Yeah. And that was interesting to me that yeah. like when you're standing in the presence of all of these people that you've been friends with online for two years, three years, mm-hmm. you've watched their YouTube videos, you've seen their face in social media. It's like when they're actually standing right in front of you, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But great at the same time. Yeah. And it was really funny because I guess you don't think about everybody's like physical body, even if they describe it. <laughs> the funniest, the funnest part for me was like, everybody's like, oh, geez, you're a lot taller than I thought you were going to be. <laughs> yeah. Even though you've been telling people for like years that you're 5'11, then when they yeah, see like, you, what, like, does oh. that, what does that even mean? You know? <laughs> well, and it's funny because like you get even more height when you put that messy bun on top of your head. I know. And, and I'm just like, I think I walk with my head up and my shoulders back. And so I look taller. Um, and so I don't know, (laughs) maybe it's not like my height exactly, but I have like a big personality presence too. (laughs) Well, and it was just, I guess we should start with like the beginning and the drive. Let's, let's circle back. Let's go back. Um, so we did drive there 15 hours and we've decided we will never do again. (laughs) No. And it's funny because I've had people telling me like, well, I went on this road trip once to such and such, and it was a six hour trip. And I just laughed. Yeah. You're like, that's nothing like six hours, please. That's right. just I in the top. I sleep. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, six hours is easy now compared to what we did. Yeah. Um, but it's like uh, the drive was good for us. I think like, as far yeah. as our friendship goes, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, think when you're stuck in the car and you can't get out, you have to work out your problems. Mm-hmm. Yes. You no. Know? Um, so like, even when I like got I got like real frustrated, like on the ride home. Yeah. I think we both were, we were both just like done at that point. Yeah. And we were stressed and like, we were on a tight schedule and, you know, I think that a road trip across California would be great. Um, yeah. if you could stop along the way and sleep and do things and not have to be in a hurry, but having yeah, to be three days, back, if yeah, we had, had three days to do that. Right. Having to be back at the Portland airport by 6 a.m. Monday morning was like, okay, if we have a flat tire, I'm gonna miss my plane. <laughs> right. 
triple A tow us to get us that 200 mile tow. It doesn't matter. We're still going to have to wait the two hours for triple A in the middle of the night. So it's like, you know, it was scary. Like it was very scary. And like, yeah. when I look back and I think, okay, so sometimes we do things for our friends. <laughs> um, and it's like, thinking about it now I know that you know that two hours on an airplane would have been so much better and yeah. way less stressful yes than what we did and we did that so that you could avoid two hours on an airplane <laughs> exactly well and I think like part of it I did idealize it a little bit I was like we're gonna go on a road trip and we're gonna be like Thelma and Louise and have a <laughs> we almost couple. were yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know if anyone else has ever driven from like Washington, Oregon or anywhere or over and through Mount Shasta, but that is some crazy ish there. I'm telling you, especially in the dark. Yeah. And it's like the stress that you felt driving that was not equal to the stress that you would have felt on the plane. The plane stress would have been way less or equal. And it would have, no, no, you would have had a drink in your hand and it would have been over in two hours. But after we got over Mount Shasta, we still had like another mountain to do later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oregon apparently is all mountains, uh, which I knew looking at a map, but I don't know why I didn't process that when I was like, oh yeah, we'll just drive straight through. It'll be like just straight highway. (laughs) Yeah. So, but we did it. It's done. Yeah. And I think there were some good moments. Like we listened to some good music and we did have a chance to just sit and talk, you know, which we sometimes don't get because we're busy with life and, you know, we got to have dinner and I don't know. I think they're like, it was definitely hard. It was definitely a challenge, but but you're easy to travel with like, Oh, okay, good. Okay. Yeah. There's not like, Oh my gosh, where are we going to eat? And then you're like, all picky about where we go or like, Oh my gosh, I can't go in that gas station bathroom. Like whenever we needed to go to the bathroom, like you were fine. Just where, you know what I mean? Like it was very chill. Even though in my head, I'm like, can I get hepatitis from the toilet seat or, (laughs) well, I mean, that's your own stuff, but like, (laughs) you know, I am very much like, if I need to pee, I'm going to find a toilet and exactly. it sucks that it's not the cleanest toilet in the world, but it is a <laughs> toilet. And I'm sure that I won't die from it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it was not like, I don't want to say that it wasn't hard because it was, Yeah. but like, and I won't do it again. I won't do it again. But now I if for instance, memory, if go wild was in Atlanta next year, then I would say fly to Charlotte and we'll drive to Atlanta. Cause it's easy three and a half hours. Oh yeah. That's like to the beach and back. Yes. Like that's so easy, but like, if it's more, I'm going to say like, I'm going to safely say if it's more than four hours, I'm flying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and like, we do have plans to go to the Chicago planner conference and we'll both be flying there. So mm-hmm. yeah. yes, flying and Ubering. I love how we're like, we're going to love having the car in California. Yeah, and we never even got out of the Uber every time. I know. I know. Because in so, California, you got to pay to park everywhere too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I mean, where would we have even parked if we had, uh, you know, that would have been even more stress to try to figure out where to park. So, but our roommates were amazing. OMG, the best part. And can I just say like how extraordinarily easy it was for all four of us to stay in that room and our stuff was everywhere. It never bothered me. No, me either. And I don't think it bothered any of them unless they didn't see anything. Well, I really feel like that we all just, we found a spot, we put our stuff in it and we stayed there when we needed to get ready and we didn't like get in each other's way. Right. And we're ready to adopt more roommates. We're like, let's get a room with combining door. Let's 
big let's bring this party up a notch okay like let's do this <laughs> well like it was just and I mean obviously I had met Katie and Gabe before but you hadn't but it still worked out it was so easy it was so natural and easy and just and then I like um, Gabe's my father like Gabe yeah my dad <laughs> and then Kelly was part of our group yes! Kelly from um, Salty Mama Planner Co. Salty Mama Planner Co. Who has a collab right now with Danny Planzit. So everybody mm-hmm. go pay attention to them. Yeah. Um, but I just, it was so, it was natural with everyone that had, that became like part of our group. Yes. And, and I feel like I, I, it was cool because at Go Wild, I didn't feel like anybody was like clicked up. Nec- well, there was one group that was clicked up, but we don't, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Okay. Anyway. It's okay. I don't blame them. Oh, well, I do a little. Um, okay. <laughs> And I don't know if we're thinking about the same group. We um, may not be. So, yeah. but even like, even like the squad girls, like they broke apart, like went into other people's groups and that kind of thing. And like, we broke apart sometimes and it just felt like everybody was like a little bit of like a Rubik's cube, you know, like yeah. we got to go over here and they came over here and like, it was, it just, everybody flowed together really nicely. And like some of the people that like watch our pod or watch, listen to our podcast and watch my videos. And I don't know, like it was so cool meeting them because it really did just feel like meeting friends. It wasn't like a, I mean, there were a couple of times where I was like, Oh my goodness, I must be very important in your life. And that felt very strange for me, but, um, it was really nice because it, it honestly felt like just meeting friends and hugging people. And I don't know. It was so nice. The whole thing. It was, I mean, I love how like if they were going to do a review, like if spice chaos podcast reviews go wild, it's so nice. It is. It's we're going to call it. It's so nice. It's so nice. Like to just, everybody's there for the same reason. And like, whether you know each other from social media or not, it doesn't matter. Like, right. And there was a couple of girls that like we adopted into our group. We're like, you're here alone. Come alongside us. (laughs) And you know, there were people that we had, um, um, we, I'm trying to remember like all the things that we did, like all the people, well, Julie plans with Julie was in, yes, she was in town for other reasons, not for go wild. And came to the hotel and like hung out at the hotel. Caitlin and I were in the hot tub and she sat outside the hot tub with us. And then she came up to the room and talked and it was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, it was just a really fun. It was, it was great to see everybody. And Gabe and Katie are wonderful. They are. And, you know, and I already knew this about Katie because we roomed together in, in Chicago, but like, she is just, she is just so nice. Right. And even and when she, like we, there were a couple of moments where I knew she was frustrated and even then she was so nice. Yes. And that's what I was going to say is that like, she, I, I can tell, I know what kinds of things at this point now will bother her. Right. And you know, I, when I, when I accidentally do those things, um, <laughs> things that bother her, <laughs> right. I feel so bad because like, she's nice. Like even when she's frustrated. So She's just, and I, it's, I hate to like, it's so weird to describe somebody as nice because that's so generic and like, you don't know them. Yeah. You know, like I know certain things about like certain things that Katie wouldn't want for us to do in the room or certain right. things that Katie wouldn't want for us to say too loud in front of other people or, you know, like those kinds of things. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like I, I can like say we were like the bad kids and like Gabe and Katie were like our parents. Like <laughs> Well, and I hated for it to be that. like, okay, so we will just say, like, cause we're having our roommate talk mm-hmm. that there was one. Okay. So Thursday night during the welcome party. Yes. Um, I had had some fun. Leanne had a really good time on Thursday after we got there. 
Yes. And then, and I'm not going to go into too much detail about this because it's just not every single person in the world's business, but just hear me out. So this is my, my time. Um, okay. So I will, I'll put it this way. I had had some fun on Thursday night and I had the same kind of fun when I was in Chicago, but I realized very quickly that life was a lot heavier two years later than it was in Chicago. And, um, I guess, I don't know. I normally am kind of a happy person when I've had too much fun, but this evening was different. And I had an incident where I was rude to another llama. Right. And, um, it was embarrassing for Katie and Gabe and Caitlin because I was clearly, you know, had had too much quote unquote fun and I was rude and not myself. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it was just a weird situation all around and it it happened really fast, you know? Well, and calling it, you know, it, what, whatever kind of situation it was, Yeah, I mean, I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason, you know, for, for me to make excuses for myself. I'm not right. making excuses. Um, but we learned the next day that there were people that were affected by this rudeness. Mm-hmm. And I spent the rest of the trip trying to make amends and apologize. Yeah, I did. I spent the rest of the time trying to get in touch with the affected parties and apologize. And they refused to hear me. But they did want to corner me and talk. Yes. Yes. They did want to send Caitlin DMs and corner her in places instead of letting me take responsibility and be sorry. And, you know, and that's and that for me was the hardest part was that, yes, I can admit that I was in the wrong. Yeah. I will come out on the show and say I was rude. I was drunk. It was not appropriate, but it was very quick. And the very next day when I was, when it was brought to my attention, I did everything that I could to try to make it right. Yeah. And the affected parties were not trying to hear my apology. They wanted to stay mad. I mean, I guess that's, you've done all you can do at that point. Right. And that's all I'm saying is that like, I'm sorry, I'll apologize right here publicly. I don't know everyone's names. Right. But anyway, I am sorry. And, you know, the rest of the conference, even that night, like that was still a fun night. It was a fun night. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say like, like, I hate the. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Cause you remember. Okay. It okay. Um, because <laughs> I remember better. And then after that happened, like we went up, I think went back to the room or something or walked around and then we came back down and we saw like mermaid's logic and Lila and twinkle plans her day and Michelle from plan on it. And like that, like at the end of it, that was so cool to see that like squad group. I'm yeah. sure there were a couple of other people that I'm forgetting, but that little squad group, that was so fun to see them. And they were so sweet. Oh, creating with Sarah was in there. Yeah. It was, just, it was great. Yes. Um, and that made me emotional too. So um, I'm not, we don't have to get into all that because they were there and they remember it. So we don't have to, that, that to me was not a problem. Um, no. but you know, I am sorry that it, I, I, I would never, in my right mind intentionally be rude to someone. Um, and I would, you know, not want to embarrass my friends or, you know, our roommates or whatever. Um, but just, you know, when someone is genuinely sorry and wants to apologize, like why, why hold on? Right. And we have also decided that, um, I'm going to start charging $75 per hour to be Leanne's PR personal PR. Yes. Like, uh, no, if people want to come to you with issues with me, they have to pay you. Exactly. Not me. I'm not going to pay you. No, not you. You're going to incur. Okay. 
No, my DMs are wide open. <laughs> oh, geez. Seriously. I'm on my Instagram bio, um, Spice Plans personal handler. Yeah, it was so weird because and I'm over here like, well, Caitlin, could you tell them that I'd like to speak to them myself? Yeah, and I did that. And then she's like, oh, no, I don't think they want to. Like, <laughs> it was very strange. I was like, the whole time I was, you know, I was trying to be very diplomatic and kind and, you know, smooth it over like you do when you're a type two Enneagram and you just want to help all the situations. Um, and they, I don't know, it just was, they were like, no, we can't talk to her. If we see her, we'll be upset again. And that, that whole thing just didn't make sense. And that one girl said she was going to beat me up. <laughs> she, did. she did say that. So like, I'm over here trying to apologize and she's like, no, I'm not going to hear her apology. Cause if I see her, I'll beat her up. Yeah. That just, it, it just didn't feel good. So more yeah. is like, if you have an issue, like let's all just be grown ups and work it out together. Yes. Like, just talk to me. Like I'll come find you. Just tell me where you are. Yep. Exactly. Cause I mean, I'm not Katie. I'm not Katie be the planner. Be nice. I'm not that nice. <laughs> But I feel like I'm nice. I love people. I love writing everybody at this. And I hate unapproachable. it. Like yeah. there were some people at the conference who were absolutely unapproachable, um, but you are not one of them. Right. So it just, I just, I hated it because I would rather us have been able to talk about it and be friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause then I could have gone home with a couple more friends. Exactly. So, it's and, just, it, and it just sucks that like anyone, because I think our, our goal was not to like disappoint anyone because I know, like I, again, had an interaction with someone who I followed for a long time and I am very disappointed with that interaction. Um, and it makes me view them in a different light and I don't ever want to be, and I don't think you want to be, um, the reason for somebody's like, I don't know, person that they followed or looked up to or whatever kind of disappointment. Right. Well, and it's like that hadn't even really occurred to me that like, oh my gosh, I hate for people to meet me in person and be disappointed. Yeah. And that's all I was thinking about. <laughs> but like that for me, like when I was trying to apologize, it had never occurred to me that like anybody was disappointed because their interaction with me was because I don't think about myself that way. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Like, I don't think about myself like that someone's interaction with me is going to be disappointing because they were expecting something different. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what people are expecting. Obviously they're not expecting for me to be rude. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, you know, that is on me, but like there were interactions, the negative interaction that you had was rude too. It was just rude mm-hmm. in a different way. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, I, mine was accidental, like fully a hundred percent accidental. And it's just like, I just, I, I feel bad about it and I wish that I could change it, but I can't, and it didn't ruin my trip. So we're going to move on. Like if you, if if any of you that were affected are listening, you have to understand that I am genuinely sorry. And I wanted so badly to make it right that we could have gotten a drink together or had a meal or whatever and tried to put it behind us. But it's just, I hated that you wouldn't hear me. I do. I hate that. That was the hardest thing was that I was trying to make it right. Mm-hmm. and take responsibility and I'm coming on the show and saying like I was in the wrong yeah so I'm not even gonna make excuses for it like so what if I was too happy it was wrong yeah um, exactly. so but anyway we're gonna move on now to the speakers <laughs> yeah the speakers <laughs> because um you know you already mentioned Stephanie and Cindy oh my gosh um both of whom have been on our show um yeah and, um, yes, they were great. I loved what Stephanie said. Um, I think that for me, it felt a little bit 
similar to the happy planners message, which is kind of a toxic positivity kind of message. Oh, you got that vibe from it. I did not get that vibe from it. And I, and I don't mean that Stephanie is toxically positive. That is not at all. That is not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that like, for me, it did not hit as hard because it was like, oh, you have to go with the flow with change. It didn't really give me any like valuable tools to do that. Mm-hmm. Like just, okay, things are hard and you have to go with the flow. Yeah. It wasn't any. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like there were solutions. It was just like, okay, the change is hard. Go with the flow. But I thought that it was the perfect opener. I thought that that's exactly what we needed for the start of go wild was for it to be something positive and, um, uplifting. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that it was right and placed correctly in the lineup. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that like, I don't know, just, just her smiley, happy face, just opening the show and Yes. Yes. It was, was, that was my favorite part. It was, that was literally my favorite part. And I didn't feel like I was like upset when it was over that like, Oh, I didn't get as much out of that as I had hoped. Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, I've heard Stephanie speak before, Mm -hmm. um, and I've spoken to her and I know that a lot of what Stephanie has said to me, especially like even on our show is very powerful. Um, so I understood like what she was, but I thought that opening the conference with something that was a little lighter was appropriate. Um, especially considering that we transitioned straight into Cindy, who is kind of like, well, life is shitty. And (laughs) I think like their messages balance each other out. Me too. Me too. I almost felt like I wanted to say, did y'all call each other and like work (laughs) this out? Because like, it really did feel very like yin and yang in just the right kind of way. Exactly. Um, and then of course we had Chloe Hildebrand. Is that her name? Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, she was so funny. She's a comedian and she was funny and I loved that. Mm -hmm. And, um, gosh, then what was the rest of the afternoon? Oh, players and wine. Yes. Was that that day? No, they were, were they day two or day one? That was day one. That was day. It all is running together in my mind. Yes. That's why I can't remember like who was after what. But, yeah. um, yes. Yeah, so they were at like one 12 to one or 12 to one 30 or yeah. Oh yeah. Till like one 30, something like that. Yes. And I thought that that went like enormously well. That was very, Oh successful. my gosh. They did incredible. Like I, yeah. I was watching them and I was like, I know her, <laughs> you know, like on elf where Will Ferrell's like, Santa, I know him. <laughs> I was like, I know him. Well, and you know, in talking to them before and after, mm-hmm. um, I know that they were nervous and they had certain things that they were nervous about. Um, and then they were like, we talked too fast and we, they had to kind of wing it at the end. And it seemed it was way more professional than us. Yeah. Oh, but before <laughs> them, there was the panel also. Oh, with, um, with, with um, Kita and Kane. Yep. Amy Tangerine, Siobhan, Kane and Marquita. Yes. Okay. So that was awesome too. And, um, Yeah. I just, I, okay. There was only like two segments of the whole conference that I was like, wah, wah. Yeah. Um, so day one was flawless. Perfect. Everybody was great. Yeah. And then you kicked off with a strong one too, with Christina Cardos. And I know that one hit you in the soul. Well, that's my, she's my favorite of everything of everybody that we saw. She and Cindy are tied for like the most inspirational for me. Yeah. Um, but then I feel so similar to Christina. Uh-huh. I mean, when I heard her talk in Chicago, I, I knew then that like, oh my gosh, this person is so much like me, like <sighs> in her habits, you know, um, that just, 
and then we've had her on the show and she of course was wonderful and I love their products. And I just, I, I don't know why I don't just marry the product. I love it. And I love her. And so I have a plum paper on the way. It'll be okay. here tomorrow. Um, but I loved her talk because she gave that list of like, here's what you need to be looking for in your planner. And it was like, find the things that stress you out, find the things that bring you joy, you know, yeah. just like the way. And I sat down at the airport with that card that she gave us with all that stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And I did that in my notebook. Ooh. And then I designed my plum paper planner based on the things that I wrote on my notebook. So I'm really hoping that when it comes, it's like, bam, the planner for you. Well, can we just say that like her marketing with that was like on point. She gave this like preview book of all of her layouts and like it showed all of the ways you can plan. And she like even gave a little teaser. She was like, but it's not on our premium paper. So to, <laughs> to get the premium paper, you need to order one of her. I was like, girl, I see you. I see your marketing. I see you right now. Like, if you want to experience our real paper, you have to order one for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was beautifully done. It was well done. Yes. She was awesome. And I talked to her after uh-huh. I looked, I look, actually went and looked for her yes. um, and then we cried. We talked and we both cried. <laughs> and that's how, that's what happened with me and Steph too. I finally got to hug Stephanie Fleming. I've been talking about that for years yeah, and Stephanie's I awesome. hugged her and, and cried and all the things. And I feel bad because a lot of you guys took pictures with people. Oh, you, know, yeah. like, you have a picture with Stephanie Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I don't know if it was Meg or Myra. Or, they, it's like everybody, everybody got pictures with everybody, and I forgot because mm-hmm. when I talked to Stephanie, I didn't do the line like the meet and greet with Stephanie. Yeah, um, and I just talked to her for a second before, and I was like, it didn't even occur to me to take a picture. Oh, jeez! And then I saw all y'all's cute pictures, and then like I didn't even get a picture with Katie or Gabe. Mm-hmm. Or Julie, Julie came, and I didn't even get a picture with her. So it's just like I need to do better next time. Yeah. And I only have pictures from people who took pictures with me, except for the Stephanie thing. I should have been out there with my camera, but I also didn't want to like take up everybody's time. And it's like, you're taking a picture on your camera and now let me take one with mine. And I didn't even really vlog. Like I thought I was going to vlog so much more, but I didn't, I was really just trying to be in the moment. Yeah. That was me too. Was that if people wanted to take a picture with me, I was right there ready. Mm-hmm. but then I just, I never remembered. Even when I saw people that I was like, so excited to meet, I just didn't even think mm-hmm. when I was talking to them, like to take a picture. So, but it was great. The speakers were great. Okay. So there was one girl, Allison. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her last name, the girl who spoke Allison. Oh, um, what was, I have it right. I have the schedule right in front of me, but it's little Allison Faulkner. Okay. Allison Faulkner. I'm not going to come on here and just drag her. Okay. Um, that's not what I want to do because, you know, at, at the end of the day, her message may not have been like appropriate for every single person in the room, but there were a lot of people that really felt it. Mm-hmm. It and did not reach me. I will say that. It's okay. Not everybody is for everybody. Yeah. And I will say for me, this may not be true for you, but it was giving Rachel Hollis <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, I'm not going to put her in that category okay. because- who knows how hard Allison has actually worked to get where she is. Yeah. Maybe who knows, you know, because Rachel had like a husband who worked for Disney or something. So like she, like, who knows where I, I don't know Allison's story. I don't want to paint her that way. Mm-hmm. It's just that that's how I felt. I, I just, especially because I saw the other people in the room that were like happy yeah. and inspired by what she was saying. So I'm going to put that aside, but 
Alicia Silverstone Spoon. Girl, What's your name? Spoon. <clears throat> yeah. Stone. It's Reese Witherspoon and Silverstone. Okay, let me not get the mix up. Alicia. She was Alicia. not great. No, girl, bye. Get out of here. And, <laughs> You're in the wrong place. Well, <clears throat> first of all, it would have been nice if she had talked about like my life is busy. Here's what I use to plan it because that's what right. we were there for. Or like, here are my, she talked about having this whole group of girlfriends. These are my sassy girlfriends. Like, you know, well, it just seemed like that people wanted to ask her questions about her career. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, if you go, I, she has to know that if you go to a thing like this, that most of us are going to want to know about Paul Rudd and Clueless. And, you know, yeah. we're going to want to know like, why, why, if that's been your life, do you shy away from talking about that stuff? Right. And it's totally fine. Like her message about the environment and like being a vegan and stuff that like that reached me because those are issues that are important to me, but it was definitely the wrong avenue for that. Well, it's just not the place for it. Like that's what I mean. We're Mm -hmm. not at a wellness conference. No, we're not. You know, like tied it up in a little wellness bow. You know, we do wellness planning. A lot of us do. Well, yeah, we could have talked about it in that way, but it's just, instead it just became like, and it didn't feel to me, it, uh, it felt like this is some, but it didn't feel too strong to me. Like, Hey, buy my book a little she bit, it did feel a little salesy though. She did mention it. Yeah. But it just, it bothered me because if you're going to make, if you're going to agree to do these kinds of appearances, read up on it first then well even if you don't let people ask you the kinds of questions that they want to ask you no one is going to ask you about the movie that you just finished making because we don't know about it right and we saw you in clueless we want to talk about clueless right and i wonder if that was a little bit on the fault of team wild you know because they did have someone who was interviewing her and so i wonder if maybe their questions weren't quite right well, she just seemed irritated by the questions that had anything to do with she her past did. career. She that really was, did, didn't she? You know, it was like, if another question came about that was about Clueless, it was like she was rolling her eyes and sighing. Like, come on, I'm here to talk about, you know, vegan life. I'm not here to talk. And I know that you were like thinking that it was super admirable and how she's into her son and all this. But to me, it was borderline creepy. Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking about it and maybe you can add some perspective to this. Like, my aunt, when she became a single mom, like her life was like about her kids. Like she was all in just her kids. Like she never dated again, nothing like that. And I, I kind of got that vibe from her. And so that is kind of what I guess I connected to with that. Well, I just felt like it, to me, it gave me some, I don't even know how to say it because you don't want to say like, when you become a single mom, that you're not supposed to be obsessed with your kids. Mm-hmm. but it just seemed almost too much for me. Like it was almost like, okay, we get it. Like you love him. <laughs> we all yeah. love our kids. <laughs> so I don't know. She just didn't seem genuine. She didn't seem very authentic to me. And I was really hoping that she would come up on that stage and just like be cool. <laughs> and then, yeah, she wasn't. So that was not the best part for us. And I feel like a lot of people felt like that. And, and we had also come off of which we'll, touch on in a minute some issues around body positivity just in general at the conference and then like this happened like immediately like Alicia's talk happened immediately after that and so I feel like there was just like a lot of feelings and I don't know man like looking around the crowd it was a restless crowd for sure yeah okay so that I had not even thought about okay so we have to address that too yeah 
And we're not going to be out here like yelling anybody's names, but you know, we will just say that we woke up Saturday morning. Yeah. And, and Gabe was like, did y'all see what's going on? <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, we had messages from others at like 2 a.m. and just all this stuff. So anyway, there was someone who was attending the conference, a squad member who attended the conference. Former who, squad member. <laughs> right. Who in, you know, late night, middle of the night, I mean, it had to have been late. Yeah. Cause we went to bed like 11 it had not happened before we went to bed and we woke up it had so um and she got in her stories and basically just said it looked like the, a lot of the people in this community lead a very sedentary lifestyle and, and they comorbidities they have a lot of comorbidities and she's just gonna keep staying over here eating on her plan and going to the gym yeah even though nobody wants to go to the gym with her which is not true i saw in the go wild facebook group that there was like a whole like let's work out on day two, like come right. over here, we'll work out. So not true. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to give anybody my opinion of what I think her issues truly were. Yeah. Well, um, that's enough to say really. Yeah. And I'm not going to even talk about like her own battles with co- possible comorbidities in her past. Right. So <laughs> anyway, what she said was wrong and hurtful. Right. And so, it was, it was wrong as well to be the face of a company that was built around somebody who is passionate about their own wellness. Like Stephanie Fleming, like the wellness planner came out of her need for a wellness planner. You right. Know? But she never came out. Stephanie never came out and said, this is for y'all to lose weight. You know no. what I mean? Like, that's the thing is that like, yeah, you know, wellness, wellness. Yes. wellness in our community has not ever been weight related. I mean, yes, there's people that keep up with their weight as you should, but like, mm-hmm. um, the thing is that I love so much about this conference is that everybody was so different and everybody was shaped different and dressed different and looked different and had different kinds of hair and different kinds of faces and just all kinds of things. And there were girls on the Facebook group that were like, I brought makeup, but I didn't even feel like I needed to wear it because I felt so good about myself at the conference. And like, it was a place for us to all just really be ourselves. Uh And then for her to come in and say like, Oh, there's a bunch of real fat people here. It was just terrible. It was so hurtful. And Then for Alicia Silverstone's talk the whole time to be about like eating vegan and you'll never need medicine again and all this kind of stuff. It was not, it did not come at a good time. Right. And then, um, a lot, as if this needs more then uh, a follower, I guess, of this person who was on the squad, um, came to her and made an incredible, like I will, this word will never leave my lips. I will not even like allude to the conversation, but she came in at her and this was one example. And I had heard that there were many more, uh, just like slinging racist language and just things that are absolutely inappropriate. Um, and my thought is like, if you are that comfortable, because the, the argument that I've been hearing is that she didn't call her this racist language. She just alluded to it. But if you're that comfortable, even writing that word down or any words that are similar to that, that's a big red flag. And that is unacceptable. And I think I can speak for both of us that, that, you know, the body positivity stuff is for sure unacceptable, but this is also absolutely unacceptable. And it's not how you deal with conflict. Right. And, you know, I look at the situation and this is a a great instance of two wrongs do not make a right. right because, you know, yes, there were people that were deeply hurt by what she said, mm-hmm. but being racist is not the answer. No, that is not how, you know, and look, the way social media works is people get, I mean, look at, look at these people that are in these reality shows. There's people in their DMS all the time, like saying crap to them, but like, 
So when you're on social media, you do open yourself up to people coming in and saying things that they shouldn't. But as far as our community goes, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the people in our community made it very clear that we're not okay with the things that she said, but that to come at her with racism is wrong. Yeah. And she like had to leave the hotel because she felt unsafe. Like that is never okay. Yeah. So it's just, I don't want to excuse what she said. I don't. Right. That's its own thing. And and it had been dealt with, you know, the happy planner was very swift in action. Uh, They made a statement. It was done. Boom. You know, it was done. And that should have been it. That should have been the end of it. That she was no, yeah, there was no reason for this person to take matters into their own hands. She Uh, had to take responsibility for her actions and she faced the consequences and that should be it. Her time was served. She lost her squad position, whatever, but like for it to continue and to become something this ugly, it's just it's embarrassing it is embarrassing as a white person caitlin it is like can you you all get yourselves please like stop it i know just i want to just check on us like (laughs) are you okay white people why are you fine (laughs) are you fine (laughs) no they clearly are not because like yeah i can be mad all day long that you call me fat but i'm not gonna come at you with racial slurs just like no <laughs> like, like extreme racial slurs and violence like yeah, are you- so anyway i just it's just Stop we won't it. we don't have to go on and on and on forever and ever about what all this drama this at the conference well, because yeah. and and it, i mean it is real issues it did it, some people took it to a drama level but that's what i'm saying is that it became yeah. well i mean you can't help but call it what it is when you wake up in the morning and this thing has been said <laughs> And there had been all that stuff the night before where you, know, you had had too much fun and then Gabe wakes us up in the morning. He's like, guess what happened? Well, luckily they didn't happen back to back. Oh my gosh. It just did feel like I, I have seen the wild for planners Facebook group and this conference did feel a bit like a physical representation of the Facebook group. It did. It did. So mm-hmm. anyway, this, this stuff, it just, it sucks that it had to happen during the conference, but it's like, to be honest, it's like, I hate that what she said, I hate what she said. Mm-hmm. I hate okay? it. And right. I hate the attitude in which she said it. Right. Like for, like, I just, it, it, like, and I'm not saying that anybody should have been racist towards her. So can we just put that to bed? We know that I don't want people to be mean to her. Right. But I just want to say that like, I am so happy that I'm at a place in my life where I can hear somebody say something like that. And it doesn't make me immediately like, fall into eating disordered behavior yeah and I wonder if there are people that it did there are other people that aren't that way there are other people that were extremely afraid to come to this conference simply because of their weight and like what they were going to wear and there were a lot of yes yes just because I have come to a place in my life where I have no f's left to give about anything does not mean that everybody has and if this hurt like this and I don't want to say like that what she said hurt me because I didn't really feel hurt by it But I felt mad, angry about it because I knew that there were people at this conference that I cared about that were hurt by it. Well, and I guess the other part is like, she has been on her own wellness journey for a while now too. And she knows what it's like to, to live a life where maybe you're afraid to leave your house or you're afraid to, you know, wear certain types of clothing and, you know, and that kind of thing. And I just feel like the, I don't, I don't know where it came from. And, and it just felt like, there was something more and it was just kind of a lashing out for other reasons. Well, like, let's just say that I decided tomorrow that I was going to lose a hundred pounds. 
Yeah. That you were going to have a weight loss surgery or something. Right. And then when I did, I looked at people who hadn't done that and like judged them. Mm-hmm. Like what, how, how can there not be any empathy? Like if for people that are in the same place that you were. Right. So anyway, just, I'm going to, let's put it away and talk about something else, but yeah, that, but was, that a, was something that happened and that um, was something that happened and it was followed immediately by the Alicia Silverstone talk, which was yes. not at the right. It came at a bad time. Like that was timing. Yes. Yes. So, but <laughs> anyway, the rest of the, the rest of the conference, I mean, it was, when I look at the whole experience, it was amazing. Yeah. There were a couple like gl- glitches here and there, but <laughs> But I mean, we also hadn't been together in person since 2019. So, you know, we, we, none of us knew how to act anymore. No. I mean, the fact that any of us knew how to have a party together at all was a, a miracle. Um, right. Can we but, talk about the swag for a minute? Yeah. Let's talk about swag. Cause we haven't talked about that yet. And I want to talk about like people and their expectations of swag. Yeah. Because like when I put it all together and I filmed my swag haul, I was like, well, dang, <laughs> like that is like. I do feel like I got my money's worth. And I know that that's like something people consider when they're thinking about going to the conference. Like, I feel like the value is also in other places for me personally, but I know that a lot of people go and they're like, well, what table am I going to sit at? Is it going to be a high value table for me? It exceeded my expectations. There were people slinging contact cards. There was, you know, uh, people just stuffing stickers in your bag and candy and totes. And I just felt like it was, there was one night you know, the room drop was probably the worst little bit of swag, but after that, (laughs) after that, I feel like they were just like slinging stickers all day long at the conference. Yeah, it was, I felt like it was enough, but then I was also kind of careful because when I, when I was looking at tables, I was like, some of these tables have so much stuff on them that I don't know. I don't have anywhere at my house, like for that much stuff. So I chose the wrong, wrong table. And I'm so glad that I did because I got her planner so and pretty her planner is on these beautiful blush discs. Yeah. And I, and they don't have the heart in them. They're not like the happy planner ones. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm getting my plum paper, which I had disc punched, yes, I'm going to use the metal discs that I got on my wrong, wrong planner on. I may even use the cover. Yeah. That cover is really nice. I like her covers too, because, um, they're like twice as thick. It feels like of the happy planner ones. Yeah. So I'm really, I was happy to get, and then the tote that came at the table was so cute. Uh-huh. Um, so I was happy to sit at her table and I hate that she was there and I didn't get to see her. I know. And I posted my pictures recently and she's like, Oh, you were there. How did I not see you? And I felt, no. I still felt terrible. Her and Tori from EC. Yeah. And then there were a couple of other people that we had been talking about all weekend that like we wanted to see. And we just, it yeah. just, so yeah. it was, it was busier than I could have imagined. It was. And that's why next time I'm going to get there a day early and leave a day late. And I'm going to make a checklist. There's going to be a page in my planner for literally everyone that I want, everybody to that I want to see and take a picture with. Yes, exactly. It's going to be much more um, detailed well, next year. Now that we've done it, like we know what to expect. So right. and it's yeah, funny because there- in a, couple, a couple years ago, I was watching one of Heather Kell's go wild prep videos. Yes. And she was like prepping a notebook with like the names of all the people that were going to be at the conference. And I'd like to go back and watch that video again, because I bet I know those people now, because when she was saying their names before, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, <laughs> you know? And she was talking about like all of these people in the planner community that she was excited to see. And I had never heard of them. And now a couple years later, 
Um, so I'm going to go back and watch that, but I'm going to do that next time. I'm going to make a notebook. That's got like a page for every speaker, mm-hmm. a place for me to take notes and maybe like, you know, posts, like put, put in like some snapshots or whatever, just yeah. make a little scrapbook of the next one. I want to be more deliberate and mindful next time. Yes. Well, speaking of next time, next time we are on this podcast, we're going to have some guests. Yes, we're going to bring our incredible roommates, Katie and Gabe here, and we're going to talk all about it. They have agreed to come and be on the show. Cabe, is that their couple name? Is that their, their (laughs) shipper name? Cabe, Um, (laughs) Katie, Katie and Gabe um, have both already been on the show. Yeah. And Katie's been on the show twice. Mm -hmm. So this will make her the first person to be our third guest. Yes, yeah, she will have been featured on our show three different episodes. So that's yeah. that's pretty interesting. That's what I meant. I feel like I said that in a weird way. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like that I'm saying everything in a weird way. I feel like we haven't podcasted in a long time. Do you? Do you feel like that? I do. And I just feel like life is all mixed up and jumbled and my mind is in like 10 different places. Yeah, me too. And it's like, I want for this to be like our number one priority because we both really need jobs and we need to make money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so I'm like okay we got to get this podcast and stuff right also because we love it like we're not just here for the money <laughs> because I really don't have anything else that I can do so oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were gonna sell your feet on OnlyFans you know I'm thinking about that I am but you'll never know you may never know spice <laughs> plans after dark <laughs> coming soon <laughs> it's just my feet though your feet stepping on peanut butter and stuff yes fuzzy rugs oh no rocks <laughs> paint your toenails it'll be a good excuse to get a pedicure I'll just take it I'll just take like requests like what color nail polish do you want and what surface do you want me to step on and <laughs> 20 bucks a picture oh my gosh the things we won't do for money I know right okay so let's talk before we go real quick about planner life because now that we are post go wild mm-hmm. and um I can safely say after being to three planner events Mm-hmm. that I love them <laughs> I love them and I'm ready to go on tour man okay seriously and I knew that you would be because I went to that I went to planner delight in January of 2020 which was like small yeah but it was the first time that I had ever been around like a whole bunch of planners mm-hmm. and I had roommates that were people that I had met on Instagram and it was fantastic yeah and then going to Chicago it was a little bit bigger but looking back at all three of these trips, okay, like all three of them, yes, these trips have been the best trips of my life. Oh, for real. I feel like the same. And it's just, there's just nothing that can, I mean, like I've been on my, I've been on a honeymoon. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've been to London and Scotland and Poland and I've been on a lot of trips, mm-hmm. but this, the, these are the best, like when you, when you travel somewhere and there's planner people on the other end, it's always going to be a good time. So listen, planner church, it really is. If you have the opportunity to go to a planner meetup, um, a small planner conference, or yeah. even a big one, like think you've got a year probably before the next go wild start saving. It is worth it. But we also have just a couple months until Chicago. Allegedly, this is all alleged. Don't come for me, Chicago Planner Conference. People. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know that. I, mean, right. I think I know because people are, te- <laughs> people are te- little birdies are telling me things. But allegedly, you know. <laughs> allegedly, they're going to well, be done in February 2023. It is just, it's very fun. So I recommend doing it. And, 
go look at Myra, Myra's page because she's got, what did she put up? Like go wild tips? Like a do's and don'ts thing. What was it exactly? It was yes. like a advice for go wild. Advice for it, go it wild. Is, it is, and it echoes everything that I would say too. Yes, it was perfect. I love how she was talking about the swag, how she said that, no, it's not going to be the cost of the ticket. You're not going to get so much swag that it's worth the cost of your ticket. She oh, said, no. she said, if she said, if what you're looking for is that much planner stuff, just go wild at Michael's. <laughs> go wild at Michael's. Don't, don't spend money on the go wild ticket. Just take that Uh-oh. money and just go all out at Michael's. I mean, I do feel like, okay. So the tickets were what? $517. I did not get $517 worth of stuff. No, I feel like I got at least $300 worth of stuff. That's what I feel. I think 300 is a safe estimate because if I'm looking at that entire happy planner table, like that was a hundred bucks right there or more. The happy planner tables were probably more. Right. And then Amber plans her day, handed me two of her sticker books. Mojo Jojo gave one. Uh, everybody was, like I said, slinging contact cards and uh, yeah. candy and goodies and Starbucks cups. And yeah. I, I, 300, I would safely say $300. Okay. So the other 200 is like, they got to pay for the speakers somehow. <laughs> Chill. Yeah, that's true. And, but when I, I'm just saying like, people were saying, you know, you should be grateful for what you get. And I don't really agree with that either. Like, people are allowed to be disappointed. Like you can feel however you want to feel. Like, I don't think that gratitude is the right way. Like, Oh, I'm so grateful that these sponsors gave us this. If it's not for you. Yeah, exactly. So, but I do think that it's worth it. I am not even going to say like, you're going to come home with so much physical things that it's worth it. I just mean the experience of it was worth the price of the ticket. If I only got the stuff that was at the wrong, wrong table and nothing else the whole time, it would have been great still. And if you're looking to offset costs, I'm telling you, there are exclusive items that people on Mercari want to buy. I'm just saying. That is true. There's stuff that's in my swag that I could probably sell and make back the cost of most of it. So those two exclusive Simply Gilded washi rolls, I'm telling you, people will pay, people will give you their firstborn child for that stuff. (laughs) So anyway, getting back to, let's talk about planner life. Um, I am sensing after many weeks that you are really happy in your planner situation. I might have a 12 month flip through this year, Leanne. I yeah, it's looking that way. I have never stayed in a planner this long since that everyday essentials planner in what was that 2017? Yeah. Yeah. This this neutral dashboard is my home. We have become one. Uh, I could marry this planner. I can't, I also like that I can still have the guts and now happy planner has made it so that I can like switch out dividers of other planners in here. Yeah. So it's a thing and it's staying and it works really well for me. And, uh, it might just, I might hear me out on this. I might, if I don't go back into the classroom, I might be a one planner person Ooh, with the dashboard. Yeah. You might be able to do it all. Now, according to the folks at cloth and paper, <laughs> cause they had a panel and they were like, nah, you can't, you gotta have more than one planner. <laughs> I mean, I probably will because I also like to buy planners. Like that's a problem for me as well. So I don't know how I could marry the two things and have just one planner, but I don't know, man, maybe, maybe I'll have to have an on the go situation. If I'm traveling more, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. 
but you did things, didn't you? I just know, I just know that um, I have to, I've got to, it's time to just get in it and and figure it out. So I have the plum paper coming tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I am planning to put it together with just a bunch of like happy planner accessories and stuff mm-hmm. because I got it disc punched, which I felt like would make it more versatile as far as like a lot of the stuff I already have at my house. Yes. And, um, and if I wanted to, you know, take stuff out, put stuff in, if I want to change the dividers, I can put happy planner dividers in it instead of keeping the plum paper ones. Yes, you could. Cause the happy planner ones are not like the happy planner ones are prettier or like a little bit more festive than the plum paper ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also thinking about instead of changing out dividers that I might start like decorating my dividers with like pictures and stuff. I like that. So just getting like a clear divider and then decorating it or something. Yeah. Or just leave the one that came in from plum paper. That's kind of plain and just like put stuff on it. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Like, you know, put like some strips of washi on it and like some pictures of the kids and, you know, just, you know, pictures of Taylor Swift, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I, I just I have a lot of like I have a lot of things but anyway I'm happy that it's coming I did buy a planner at Erin Condren when I was there mm-hmm. and I am thinking that I'm going to leave that planner like entirely intact and not do any Franken planning mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave it by my bed and it's going to be my like gratitude wellness mindfulness kind of situation mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. So anyway, I've got some stuff like coming down the works, but I just don't know yet. So I'm hoping that by the next time we record just the two of us, yeah. I will be like deep into like a planner. You'll be putting stickers back on the pages. That's what I'm hoping. And I'm also going to go out to my little storage area and get out my bins of happy planner stickers that I haven't touched since I moved into Jamie's. Ooh. And I'm going to go through those bins and like weed out the stuff that I don't want to keep. Okay. Um, Because I know I've got like hundreds of sticker books and I'm just like, I'm not ever going to use this happy kid sticker book again. Mm -hmm. You know? So I'm just, I just, I've got ones in my mind that I'm thinking of like, got to get this stuff out of here. So I may try to hold on to it all in a box so that the next time I am at a planner event, I can de-stash. Ooh, I know. I was thinking about because we drove, I was like, can I take a bin of stuff and just set it somewhere and let people just take it home with them? But I never got that organized. Yeah. But next time I'd like to. So, but like we keep saying, like next time we're going to do it so much different, but well, I feel hey, like we've done it now. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully when the plum paper planner comes tomorrow, it will be like everything that I dreamed and I, I designed it like all custom to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I have this little I got one of the layouts that has a habit tracker on every week which I love mm-hmm. and I didn't call it habits I called it progress oh progress yes and then I have a little box on there every day for self-care you know how I feel about progress yes I do that's why I, I thought of that when I was putting this together um and then I have a little section for an affirmation for the week mm-hmm and then there's like top three for home and top three for work Ooh. and then just space for other stuff. So I'm just, I'm very excited about it. So I'm hoping that when it comes tomorrow, I'm going to get on Instagram tonight and start looking at this particular layout that I bought Yes. and see if there's planners in the community that sticker this layout so that I can get some inspiration. Oh, I'm sure there are. 
So, cause I don't even know how to begin to sticker this. And I remember when I was purchasing it mm-hmm. um, and hear me out planner listeners. <laughs> a lot of times when I buy a planner, it's because I'm too scared to change layouts because I don't know how to sticker it. Ooh, okay. Like, honestly, like I never commit fully to a dashboard layout because I'm afraid of stickering it. Uh, yep. I hear so, that. because the only thing that I can, I can sticker a horizontal and I can sticker a vertical mm-hmm. and that's like all I got. Yeah. So I told myself while I was making this planner, I said, you will learn how to sticker this the way you want, the way you love. And maybe it's different. Maybe the way that you sticker it now is different. Like I see people who are like more along that, the lines of like the EC planners, you know what I mean? They're a little bit more functional and a little less like happy planner decorative. Maybe that's your style now. Maybe you're, you know, super neutral with like a cloth and paper vibe. Maybe, I don't know. I think you have exploring to do. I also think it would be nice to have one planner that is just like a vertical happy planner. Ooh, yes. That I could just sticker Uh just for for fun, just for fun. And maybe take a picture of it or don't, but just like every week, just therapeutically put down stickers on that planner. (laughs) Memory planner. Do you do memory planning? No, I don't tell. No. (laughs) And the reason I don't honestly is because I am too hard on myself. Oh, you know, it's like, if I miss a week, then I'm like, oh, I'm never going to, you know, cause I tried, I've done some cute memory planning before, but I just, it's hard to keep up with. And And I have one of those sticker printers. You remember Jamie bought me one of those Canon Ivies. So, I mean, I have a way to like print out sticker pictures, but so I am going to make a vision board this week though. Get it girl. A new vision board. She's a new woman after go wild y'all. She is. (laughs) a new woman well a lot of it is necessity because I spent the weeks prior to go wild like in a coma yeah and now it's like I'm like with you I've got to get a job like I can't just keep dragging my feet on this like no chilling no chilling allowed I actually need it more than you because you've at least got to be you get to be employed till the end of the school year uh till the end of the summer till the end of August yeah see so like even you have a little bit of wiggle room but I'm like okay the time has come (laughs) interviews take time like I'm just you know my anxious brain turns on and I'm like all right so let's do this now I know I saw that in you when you first found out I was like okay well she'll have another job in two weeks and (laughs) I know I'm like can I work two jobs right now so that I can have some overlap yeah she's over here trying to like work at a at a virtual school like a new virtual school and her old one at the same time and I'm just like "Uh uh-uh you can't know I could do it I feel like I could you can't teach two virtual classes at the same time not at the same time, but if I have them scheduled at different times in the day, why the heck not? Well, that's true. Because <laughs> I don't, you know. virtual teachers don't teach and stand in the classroom all day long, like a regular teacher does. True. That's true. Well, you work as much as you want. I'm gonna. And, um, I'm, I'm hoping that I will start moving towards work because <laughs> I am not one of those people in the country that everybody's like, oh, no one wants to work. I do. I do want to work. Yes. I just am not going to right now sacrifice like the niceness of my life. For it. Well, yeah, nobody, I feel like that is like the epiphany that people have had during this COVID time. Um, most people I would say are all done being abused in a job. Yes. I, then that's exactly why I will never set foot back in a brick and mortar classroom. I will absolutely no longer tolerate being a master's level professional and going to work every day and being abused. No. Yeah, I know. In the words of Meg's got a plan. It is absolute trash. 
It is. It is trash. So, oh my gosh. Well, I think that we should let everyone go because we've been talking for a while. Um, do you have any recommendations? Um, I would recommend. No, I got nothing. Okay. You don't have any recommendations. I don't really have any either. Um, actually I am watching a new show. Oh, I actually do have a recommendation. I recommend that you be roommates with Gabe because he gives good presents. (laughs) (laughs) He gave us coach wallets. I mean, what? I know. I opened that and I was like, excuse me, sir. (laughs) Is this for me? This has to be a mistake. (laughs) Are you lost? (laughs) Are you fine? Are you okay? (laughs) Um, So I started watching a new show. Okay. And I recommend everyone maybe try to watch it. Um, okay. So there's this show that used to come on, you know, that channel called Freeform. Yes. I am familiar where it's like, they almost get to like the cutting edge issues, but not quite like, it feels like you, it, take a left. It, those, those, those shows feel like you're almost about to sneeze, but don't. <laughs> it's like a, a Hallmark lifetime meets like TBS. Well, it's just, mm-hmm. they skim on these issues. There was this show that I used to watch called the fosters. Okay. And it was about these two moms, um, these, these married women, and they had foster children and they were adopting, but they were, they had older children, like teenagers. Okay. Um, so, you know, the story is this girl and her brother and whatever. Um, and that show has a spinoff now called good trouble. Oh, Oh, I heard of this. Yes. And it's the main character from the fosters and then one of her foster sisters and they have moved now and have gotten like careers outside of college. And it's an interesting show. Um, it's really good bubble gum for the brain. Oh, okay. All right. Because there are issues that they touch on. They're touching on black lives matter, police brutality, trans rights. There are issues that are being touched on here. Don't get me wrong, but they're not digging deep. Right. And like body positivity, like there's a lot of stuff in it that is like very good. But it does, like I said, feel like you're just about to sneeze, but can't. Oh, I'll um, check it out. But I do like it. Like, it's good. I can watch it in front of the kids. Um, you know, so it's just, it's, it's good in that way. So that's my recommendation for this week. If you need a new show, you don't have to go and watch the Fosters first. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that these two girls grew up together in this foster home. I mean, that's I, really all you need to know. I also have a TV recommendation. You jog- you. Okay, do. let's hear it. Um, okay. So there's an Amazon prime show, which just hear me out. Okay. I know what you're thinking. You're like, Oh geez, Amazon prime. You don't even have to pay for it. It's, you know, uh, it's actually really good. It's called upload. No Amazon prime. You have to pay monthly for it. And upload is fantastic. And was made by the same people who made the office. So well, what I'm thinking is not, it's not an extra, like you don't pay for the season. Like you do marry at first sight. Some people are a little bougie with their TV. Anyway. Oh no, no. This is like, it's included in your Amazon prime subscription. It's true. It's like, it's included in your Netflix. Anyway, yes. upload is incredible. They just launched the second season yes, and it's the bomb.com and we've been watching it and our whole family likes it, which is really nice too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know I love that show. Um, do you, and if you're not familiar, it's this guy, he dies. I won't say any more about that, but he dies. And then he's in this like futuristic world and they can upload his consciousness into this like virtual reality, basically. Yeah. If you have a lot of money, if you have a lot of money, only if you have a lot of money and his, excuse me, his girlfriend or his girlfriend's family or something has a lot of money and keeps him in there. Right. So it's, it's an interesting show. Um, okay. So that podcast office ladies, 
Oh yeah. We listened to that on our drive. Yes. Forever ago, they had Greg Daniels on their show. Greg Daniels is the creator of the office and parks and rec and um, King of the Hill. Um, But Greg Daniels created upload. Okay, and right. they had him on the show talking about office stuff and before he left he was like also oh, y'all check out my new show on amazon prime this was before season one had even dropped okay so i watched it because i like greg daniels and i think he's a talented nice wholesome guy mm-hmm. um and that show does not disappoint it doesn't it's very good and it, i think it, it can hold my attention it, it gets brian his technology stuff it has some like fighting and car chasing for harrison and it's got a little romance for my teenager yes so. it's got everything and um also talking about like recommendations um if you are a listener of spice chaos and you aren't watching married at first sight um yourself a favor yeah you should probably do that okay so this particular season is trash okay these people they are are they just completely skimming the bottom of the barrel now they have no contestants they have no one participating because hey, i like the, them i like this season if these are the only people left like <laughs> what are you kidding me these last few seasons have just been like just no. bottom feeders people okay I and but no first of all you have that one couple Alyssa and Chris who are not even on the show anymore because she was a problem yeah they're trash I don't like them and then you have I am so tired tired of them picking men who used to be like nasty slutty playboys (laughs) that are now all of a sudden ready to be married sorry that just stop it like if you come right out and you're like well I used to get around but now I don't stop telling people that right you know, like I, I just, I hate this Elijah Wan and Katina situation. I like them. I like them. No, no. Ew. <laughs> him telling her, him telling her you are not meeting the expectations of a wife. Okay. But there's context there. Like he was up cleaning and she wasn't helping. Are you serious? I'm, I'm maybe we need to talk about this off air, but I, I feel a little, I feel a little connection to them. No, he is. He is a, he is a problem. Okay. I mean, all, because it's not so much like that he wants for her to cook and clean. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's not even that, like, it's not even that he says, I want you to cook and clean. It's just that like the little bit that she has tried to do, which maybe was not really her style before they got married. Sure, I see that he has not even, he, it's like, he keeps telling her you're not putting effort into this. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I, for him to say, I don't know if you've got what it takes to be oh, a wife. Yeah. When he like, said that, I was like, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm terrible at cleaning. Does that mean I don't have what it takes to be a wife? Yeah. Like, what does that like, mean? What does that mean? Like, you don't have what it takes to be a wife because you don't know how to cook and you don't clean a lot. Like, that's not what a wife is. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. You know, it's like, and he has completely love bombed her because like he made it like all about her and just loved her so much. And then as soon as she was like kind of comfortable, then he was like, you don't have what it takes to be a wife. And he tore her down. He's abusive. He is abusive. And for Dr. Viviana to sit there, these people, these experts are watching this woman be abused and I'm not okay with it. And then she turns around and does that cute little movie night for him. Uh-huh. And he's like, finally, finally, you see what I want. Finally, you see what I need. You're following, you're, 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 you're helping me with my needs. Yeah. And he what has he ever done? What her. has he done? Yeah. Okay. If we're talking about you not being good enough to be a wife, what has he done to be a husband? 
Mm-hmm. Is, does he have a good job and stuff? I mean, like if you want to talk about stereotypical roles, I'm sorry, but if you want a traditional wife that cooks and cleans, that means that she is not going to be able to have a job outside of the home. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Or and, like only her social media, like well, he, allow her to do that. Well, he told her that because she works from home that she should be cleaning during the day. And I'm like, I'm sorry, working from home is still a full-time job. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I work from home and I don't have time to clean. I and, maybe have time to like throw a load of laundry in, but that's what he told her that she's home all day. So she should be doing this. I'm like, she's working a job. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's like, he wants a tradition. He wants this woman to do traditional wife things, but also do modern day woman things like work. Right. And I think that is the problem with like current culture is like, yeah, we talked about this before that like society wants mothers, especially to like mother, like they don't have a job and to work like they don't have a kid. Yeah. I'm sorry. You have to decide if you want a woman that is traditional, that means that you got to be traditional too. And you got to make the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. That's what traditional means. Yeah. And it is interesting watching like Noi and Steve. I feel like Noi is a little oversensitive to be honest. Well, I can't really figure out what's going on with her, but then if Steve really is financially secure enough to just not work, let him live. He needs to be able to prove that to her. Well, yeah, but also if he can prove that to her, she needs to like get off his balls a little bit. Well, it sounds to me like that they haven't really talked about his finances because he just acts like, I promise I'm good. Uh huh. But then like she comes from like a refugee family and needs some proof that they're not going to go under. And like, you might be good by yourself, but are you good to like have a baby, you know? Yes. So it's like, I understand her concerns. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but Steve and Noy are probably my two, they're my favorites. And they're like, not that great. They're still not even that great because then you've got the train wreck that is Michael and what is her name? Jasmina. Yeah. They're very hot and cold. I can't really get a read on them. Well, first of all, he's the most boring person to ever be on television. And I don't know why they chose him for this at all. And she is mean. She's never going to be able to be in a relationship. Yeah. She is a little bit mean. She's spicy. So, uh, and then Mark the shark and what's her face? Lindsay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay, they could be really good together. I can see why they were matched, but Lindsay has got to slow her roll a little bit. Well, okay. I a hundred percent am all for the, you know, raunchy outspoken loud woman, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, she's always, she's always saying I mean she's just like she's just too much like like picks conflicts she's not just like raunchy and loud and outspoken but she like starts fights with people there's a rudeness to it exactly okay you can be loud and and she's like I have been there for you and I'm on your team and all of this and then she like goes out in public and he's telling her he's like this is embarrassing to me like can you not and he's been telling her that well, I do see that she has been there for him. I do see that. And I do think that she seems very loyal. Yeah, almost to a fault. Well, I don't know. I think that that's a great thing about her. But like this last episode, she said something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. She was talking to the camera and she said, the kind of guys that pursue me are like big, like, you know, like money making, you know, she talked about like these kind of guys that have pursued her in the past and how different they are from Mark. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like, I, I hate, I, I do not mean to say this in like a mean way, but I don't see anything about her that screams, you know, super rich men, men come and get me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I don't look at her and think 
other than yeah. her like fun party girl personality heavy hitters are going after this one you know like I, I don't see I just don't see that in her I don't know but I feel like that maybe her idea of herself is a little bit skewed yeah um compared to the rest how the rest of us see her but I mean I just and I hate to say like she's too much because I know that there's a lot of girls that get called too much yeah but I feel like she like she could bottle that and be really fun but it's like oh I just feel like she picks fights even with Mark and with the other girls on the show like you can tell how somebody is vibing when like they are the common issue you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. all the girls on the show are like whoa and then all the you know her partner is like whoa and her family described her as like whoa, a, whoa. <laughs> yeah and just I feel like maybe she needs to like just not rein it in because definitely be who you are but like quit picking fights like find the and she does it when she's a drunk most of the time yeah well and that's what I mean like I love a loud fun party raunchy girl but she's got a rudeness about her that is mm-hmm. not it doesn't have a happy vibe. No. It has a like complaining kind of um expectation. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but I I just it's a zero for five. We're gonna be zero for five. Um, I think so. I don't see any of them making it, if I'm honest. I do need to, and I commit to this this week, check out Love is Blind. That I promise I will do it. Okay, we'll start with season two. No, we have to start from season one. Right? No, no, because I don't. I don't remember the season one people very well and multiple seasons. (laughs) Well, I know, but it's just only season one and season two. Uh And if you want to watch while it's still part of like the social conscious, you need to watch season two first. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. Because like I went back and watched season one and I'm over here, like trying to talk about these people, but there's nobody left in social media chatting about them anymore because it's so old. Yeah. But it's like the people that are in season two right now are like blowing up on social media with all the drama. So like, if you're trying to like get in on that now, you need to watch season two first. Oh, snap. So, but anyway, yeah, those are my, so our recommendations are if you made it through this episode, even with the married at first sight talk, um, join us in watching this because it is definitely something that it's fun to talk about. So Mm -hmm. I look forward to it every week same z's and this, this week amazon didn't have it early mm-hmm. i got up in the morning at like 6 a.m excited to watch it before the kids went <laughs> to school and it wasn't there it wasn't there was like the after show was there the after party was there and i watched that too mm-hmm. so i like that too so well i think that that's our show i mean we have really we've given y'all like, as yeah, much been. as we felt like we could <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> i know but here we are yes we miss you guys and we are happy to be back and feeling rejuvenated after go wild and next week we'll have our go wild roommates as our guests and that's going to be a blast and i think we're going to even record like an after dark yeah because there are um, worse after dark inside jokes that we got to share with y'all yes yeah, so there's some after dark stuff that we'll put on the patreon too so that'll be good and um you know it's like i've been listening to some other podcasts and they push their patreons hard yeah so come join our patreon well i think that we should start doing that and start like really you and me both like just totally being all about the patreon so that's going to be like our new month resolution yep so but anyway everyone out there in listener land should i plug we should plug yeah do it yeah okay let's plug first okay y'all if you want to find caitlin you can find her at creating in chaos underscore official on instagram and you can find her on YouTube and Patreon as Creating in Chaos. And she also has a teaching <laughs> for now, a teaching mm-hmm. Instagram. Going um, away. Chaos that in will the be classroom. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could turn that into like 
something else. Yeah. Um, and then she also has her duck Instagram. If you want to hang out with her ducks, it's duck and chaos underscore official. She's also on the spice chaos podcast, Instagram, um, answering DMS over there, mostly about me. Um, <laughs> and if you need to, if you have an issue with me, um, you can find Caitlin and you can definitely <laughs> chat with her about that. <laughs> so that's where you can find Caitlin. Oh, geez. That's hilarious. Okay. And then you can find Leanne at Spice Plans on YouTube, Instagram, and Patreon. And then, well, I think, I think she's going to be coming back because she's getting planners and all the things. So I'm coming back, maybe. She's back. Okay. And then you can also find her on at Spice Horizons over on Instagram when she has a moment to play um, Animal Crossing. And then you can also find her right here with me every Monday, not Friday, only Mondays. Um, and then over on the Spice Chaos Podcast Instagram. And of course, on the Spice Chaos Podcast Patreon. Yes, I will be all those places. So if you, if you need me and you want to talk directly to me, you can do that. <laughs> I would like for everyone to know that, that I'm sorry that if at this point it has seemed that if you have a problem with me, you have to talk to Caitlin. Um, She's very approachable. I am. I will hear you out. So please come. And if I hurt you at Go Wild, please come to my DMs and I promise you I'll make it right. So everyone have a great week. We're happy to be back. Thank you for listening. I hope that everyone's weather out there is great and mild and almost spring. And um, yeah, just um, be ready for a fun one next week with Gabe and Katie. And um, yeah, we'll be there then. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.